Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. We recently appeared in a San Francisco court asking the court to dismiss the remaining criminal charges against Sandra Mayer. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, we recently returned from a San Francisco court where the eight remaining criminal charges are still pending. Originally, it was 15. We've knocked out a number of those down to eight. But all eight, really, frankly, need to be dismissed. And when we were in court... We argued that the remaining eight charges should be dismissed, and the reason for that, Holly, is because of a new development at the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Now, granted, this case right now with regards to the criminal charges is in the state court, but in the federal court system at the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals actually struck down a substantially similar recording law that California has in Oregon, finding that the Oregon's recording statute was unconstitutional in violation of the First Amendment. And so if that is the case, which just recently occurred this summer, then how can you use the California recording statute that's substantially similar to the one already ruled unconstitutional as a basis for bringing the criminal charges against Sandra Merritt? Absolutely. You know, the Ninth Circuit has jurisdiction over Oregon and California. So it only makes sense that if the Ninth Circuit said, okay, Oregon's ban is unconstitutional, then they should come along and say that California's ban is also unconstitutional because they're both very similar. They're both dealing with undercover recording and journalists, which is what Sandra Merritt did. She went undercover to reveal the crimes that Planned Parenthood is committing regarding selling aborted baby body parts. Yes, in fact, you know, California has a recording statute like Oregon, and both of those require two-party consent so that the person recording and the person being recorded consents to the recording. That's one of a handful of states in the country that has a two-party consent. Most states have single-party consent. So mm -hmm. the person recording, if they're the ones that are recording, obviously they're consenting. That's all you need. In California, however, there are exceptions, just like there's exceptions in Oregon. In California, there's exceptions to the two-party requirement. One is that there's no expectation of privacy by the person who's being recorded. That certainly applies in our case because Sandra made very clear that all the recordings would be in very high-trafficked public places, not in private offices where the door's shut and it's just you and the person, not in homes, not in other locations mm -hmm. where it's just you and the person, in very high-traffic areas where these people are freely talking. Yeah, those places like restaurants and these abortion conferences that Planned Parenthood attends. And know. one of those was even in an elevator where other people that were not part of the conversation were present. Right. And the person just simply speaks. And, you know, if you wanted that to be confidential, you would hold your conversation mm -hmm. until 
the people exited the elevator Absolutely. or you exited the elevator. So bottom line, they did not commit any crimes. They did it according to the law. But they still use that recording statute as a basis for charging mm -hmm. Sandra and David criminally in California. Well, even though it's not binding because it's federal versus state, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals decision is clearly persuasive uh, precedent that we are arguing that the state court should follow, and it's already found that this Oregon law is unconstitutional. It's a case involving Project Veritas when James O'Keefe was then still associated with Project Veritas. It's called Project Veritas versus Schmidt. And there was a legal challenge by Project Veritas with James O'Keefe against the Oregon's ban on what's called surreptitious recordings and conversations. The Ninth Circuit found that it was a content-based restriction and that it violates the First Amendment right to free speech and therefore is invalid. The three-judge panel actually uh, ruled in Project Veritas's favor, finding that this law uh, prohibits these unannounced recordings of conversations subject to certain several exceptions, kind of like what California is, mm -hmm. very similar to California's law. So California currently has a recording law that's substantially similar to the Oregon law that was struck down. And like the Oregon law, California's law and its exceptions draw a distinction between topics and whether the recorded conversation is a confidential communication. So since the law in Oregon was unconstitutional and it's virtually identical to California, the handwriting is on the wall, so to speak, that the California law also has the same constitutional flaws. And, you know, every journalist has an interest in this, especially if they're doing undercover work. I mean, you think about when James O'Keefe was with Project Veritas and they revealed that with Pfizer, they went undercover and revealed the information that that one young man admitted that Pfizer was doing. I mean, that's very much in the public interest. And there's a lot of journalists that do this undercover work to reveal information that is in the public interest, whether it's regarding your health or other issues. Yeah, I think when anybody who's familiar with James O'Keefe and the former Project Veritas, and of course, James O'Keefe is continuing his journalism now, mm -hmm. you, you know what happens during these recordings. And in some cases, somebody is wearing a camera, you sit down and you have a conversation with them. And the Pfizer case is a prime example. Mm -hmm. This Pfizer employee is very open about what's going on in Pfizer and how they were manipulating various information. And they were in a restaurant, and he thought, I guess he was on a date or something, but he was revealing information right there in a restaurant. He right. wasn't hiding anything. And this happens a lot. And in fact, um, 2020, ABC's 2020, it was a program, a news program, kind of like 60 Minutes, mm -hmm. called 2020. And ABC did that back in 2010, and that investigative news program did something substantially similar where they had a conversation over a meal in the Washington, D.C. area of an abortion doctor, and the journalist for ABC was wearing a hidden camera on their person having a conversation with this abortion doctor, and this abortion doctor back in 2010 was saying and doing the same things that Planned Parenthood. And many all the money he was getting. Talking yeah. about how they were altering abortion procedures so they could get the organs of the babies intact. Then they would get money from the abortion. Then they would take the 
organs from these babies and they would sell them and make a lot of money. And mm-hmm. he was talking about how much money he had made and how much he was anticipating making. That was part of this documentary on ABC's 2020 investigative reporting. Connie Chung was the host. They had some other well-known news journalists that you would be very familiar with by seeing their faces. Uh, They've continued on with long-standing journalism careers. They were part of that investigation and part of the documentary. So Mm -hmm. Sandra and David actually watched that documentary as they were preparing to do the undercover work that they did in California. And they began reviewing that. They began reviewing the law. They began talking to witnesses back in 2014. And in 2015, they did these videos, and they released them, and they were shocking. As a result of those videos, the district attorney in Orange uh, County, California, uh, filed lawsuits against Da Vinci and STEM Express and some of these organ procurement companies and ended up they had to pay about $7.8 million in fines for violating the law for taking these body parts that were sourced from Planned Parenthood abortion clinics and selling them for enormous profit. And in fact, Dr. Uh, Gaddy, she's the one that said during a conversation the reason why she was doing what she was doing in terms of harvesting these body parts is that she wanted to buy a Lamborghini. She was working with Planned Parenthood And she was also working with one of the organ procurement companies. So she was wearing two hats Mm -hmm. at the same time. But it's tragic, Matt, because these women are so jaded. They don't even realize what we're talking about are precious little babies. This is not some commodity. This is not carport parts or decorator items. These are babies. You know, it's, it's like the scriptures say that their minds become seared. Their consciences become seared, and the more they do this horrible, unspeakable act, the more they become seared. Mm. Uh, There's been amazing stories of conversions of abortionists where they give their lives to the Lord and completely change, but until that happens, uh, they're blinded and they become seared. Mm. Continue to pray for Sandra Merritt. We're waiting for the judges ruling on this case. For more information, you can go to Liberty Council's website lc.org forward slash Sandra. That's lc.org forward slash Sandra. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.